We've got Xbox, Discord, and what might be the perfect exit strategy. But before we do that, today's podcast is brought to you by Security Unlocked, a podcast from Microsoft. You can find links down in the description below. And I tried to take a vacation. I said, I'm going to put the laptop down. We're not going to make any video contents. We're not going to do stuff. And Microsoft said, now's our time. Brad is away. We are going to drop all the news. And that is what they did. There's just a ton of news this week from Xbox news to SharePoint news to just everything. Just bam. So I guess the, the reality is here, uh, every time I take a vacation, big news is going to drop. So that is, uh, anyways, let's just dive in to the content because there's quite a bit. So Windows 10, uh, there's a new insider preview build, 21343, and it brings with it some new icons. Now people get, or like on two sides of the fence, like new icons, like, yes, we're getting a refresh. Things are coming. This is part of Sun Valley. It's part of uh, the rounded start menu and floating menus that we've seen and the new taskbar widgets. And then there's other people like, why are they spending time updating icons? They're fine. Um, I, realistically, like you can't get off this wild ride that is going to be known as Sun Valley, at least not easily. And so get used to them. I don't think they're too crazy. I think it's just a refresh. We saw last week, uh, Microsoft released a Windows Insider build that sort of updated some of the compact and, and uh, uh, functionality of File Explorer, and now we're seeing new icons. It's clear that Microsoft is leaving, uh, I don't want to say no stone unturned, because there will definitely be some, I, I'm sure, uh, but Microsoft is very clearly taking a pretty big look at Windows 10 and updating the UI of, of many different components, and these folders are just the latest example. And don't get too caught up in it. This is just one insider release, just one build. If many of you might actually even remember the, the trash can gate uh, that Microsoft teased back before, not teased, but act, like pushed out and then they changed the trash can icon. Um, that was back before Windows 10 release. I don't think this is going to go down that same route. But anyways, um, be on the lookout for those. They are in the insider stuff. They will eventually make their way to production in, in some form or another. But this is just another component of Microsoft refreshing um, the UI. And just remember, this is just one build. It's just one build. It's not the complete release. It's just one build. Um, SharePoint also turning 20. The inevitable platform that you can't escape from is turning 20. This is a big deal for Microsoft just because SharePoint is the foundation for many products. What started out as just a simple file collaboration product uh, 20 years ago with a server um, is now like the foundation and bedrock for many applications and services inside of the company, including Microsoft Teams. So, you know, pop the champagne, get a slice of cake, something along those lines. SharePoint is turning 20. Microsoft is also testing Word export uh, to PowerPoint. This is a pretty neat feature that if you spend a lot of time in Word and you need to turn it into a PowerPoint, they're now going to automatically try to do that for you. So uh, it's in beta, it's an early, you, I think you got to be in, in first ring release or something like that uh, to get access to it on Word on the web, but it is coming, and I suspect it will hit all iterations of Word here in the near future, uh, but once they get comfortable and, and master uh, that rollout feature. So uh, Edge is also getting native themes, themes that you'll be able to update uh, right inside the app, uh, and they're also improving, actually I think releasing is a better way to describe this, Linux Sync for those of you who are using Linux. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, also, Microsoft announced that they are going to be soft opening their headquarters on March 29th. Now, this doesn't mean that everybody's going to be coming back, but they're slowly easing the restrictions about who and when and where and why and 
how people are coming back into the office. Um, it, it's a big day. It's a, that's a big milestone. Obviously, we've all been working home for a while, and there's people who are clamoring to get back. I'm sure they're going to start with things like meetings and, and just little simple things here and there, and then slowly ease back into it. Also, they are going to allow people to continue uh, to work from home for those that desire it. Uh, but that is a pretty big milestone in this journey that we have been on for the better part, uh, or more than a year, I should say, at this point. So hopefully everybody's staying, uh, staying on the up. It looks like things are starting to become just a little bit more positive. And if you want to get a little bit more positive in your life, there is a new podcast from Microsoft called Security Unlocked. You can go to aka.ms slash Security Unlocked, and they are dropping episodes weekly now. And you should take a look. There's an episode, I think 19 just dropped, which I have not listened to yet because I was on vacation, um, is down in the description below. It's a great way that if you were thinking about entering or are part of the security and online community about, you know, understanding how Tough Problems Are Solved. It's a great podcast. I've definitely added it to my podcast role. And uh, you can just find links in the description of this podcast or on all of your favorite podcast apps. That is Security Unlocked. You can go to aka.ms slash security unlocked to find out more. So um, the big the big news of the week, the big babies, um, are what happened in the world of Xbox and Discord. And there are a lot of interesting thoughts that I think... Uh, make this a perfect acquisition for Microsoft for a couple of reasons and things you may not be thinking. First off, let's just go through the news. Um, Xbox is being is approaching or is talking with Discord about spending $10 billion to, to acquire the chat application. Now, this chat application is huge in the gaming community. It has a, a very loyal following, and building a community is very hard to do, which is why Microsoft is likely talking about this. Now, Wall Street Journal reported that actually Discord went to Microsoft. Now, I know at some point Microsoft talked to Discord, and things just weren't right, right time, right place, or something along those lines, and now Discord is saying, like, hey, maybe this is the right time, because Bloomberg is also reporting that, hey, this isn't necessarily a completely done deal. Uh, Discord is still mulling over the idea of going to an IPO or initial public offering, or for those not familiar, going public, meaning like we could go to the market and buy shares of the company. So here's what we know as an absolute fact, and I have been able to verify this myself, although I don't have a, too much more additional details than what Bloomberg and Wall Street Journal, is that Microsoft and Discord are in deep discussions at this point. Wall Street Journal is saying that they are exclusive uh, talks at this point. So we know for a fact that these two companies are talking, and it might close as early as next month. Now, this is a huge deal. Huge deal. First off, $10 billion is more than Microsoft just paid for Bethesda. And Bethesda, I, you know, I struggle sometimes with the fact that the Discord is worth more, the Discord, Discord is worth more than Bethesda because Bethesda has a very proven track record. They have a lot of IP, like they have titles like Fallout that are very sticky. People are very loyal to them. Whereas Discord is a community. Now a community is very hard to build like Discord has done. That There is significant value in that. I, I'm not discounting that in any capacity. Uh, but that, di that community could also walk away at any point. Like Fallout can't just leave Microsoft unless they sold it. Gamers could just you know go to another chat application if they really wanted to that being said semantics aside i think this is a really interesting conversation to have because this acquisition solves effectively two major problems that for microsoft and it gives them a, a perfect exit microsoft right now already has chat applications for the consumer they have skype and they have teams for consumer which are teams for life whatever they're calling it these days and neither of them have any momentum or any sign of like vigor behind them that is that they're going to be the next big thing if microsoft buys discord they can very conveniently be like look we have three consumer chat applications we're running with discord maybe video gets powered by disc skype inside of discord something along those lines but microsoft could 
could very easily fold those other services inside of Discord. It looks no harm, no foul that they couldn't launch it, that these things were dying, and now they have this really popular chat application and they're all in on it. And it'd be really easy to say they're all in because Discord, as we know, is on PC, it's on phone, it's pretty much everywhere except like a decent way to use it with your Xbox other than through a phone with the new Xbox headset. Um, so it makes a lot of sense from that specific acquisition model. Now, the next big question is, is what would Microsoft do with Discord, right? It seems pretty obvious that they would make it the default chat and voice application for Xbox. We don't know exactly how hard that process will be. It sounds so easy, right? It's like, hey, just rip out Xbox Live chat and game party and all that stuff and just replace it with Discord. Sounds easy enough, but like, is it really easy? Because remember, it's all deeply integrated in your friends list. You know, I don't think Microsoft gets enough credit for how seamlessly it is to invite people with matchmaking and party chat and everything else on Xbox right now. It is really well done, and I honestly think it's one of the strongest uh, parts of the platform. That being said, if they acquire Discord at $10 billion, they are going to have to figure out a way to utilize that because you can't go to uh, Uncle Satya and, and Aunt Amy, and Satya Nadell and Amy uh, Hood, who are the CEO and CFO, and say, hey, I need $10 billion, and then not use it inside of your premier gaming platform. Microsoft is likely going to have to find a way to link and tether all this together, which they could very easily do, but that could be part of that conversation. Also, it makes a lot of sense that, hey, Discord has a, a premium option. It's not a great value, in my opinion, at this point. But, hey, you chuck it inside of Game Pass Ultimate. That significantly, again, increases the value of Game Pass Ultimate, which is, as we all know, Microsoft's big marching orders for 2020 and, uh, 2020 and 2021 and beyond is to grow Game Pass. I mean, they, I, they very much want to put everything they can. Putting Discord in there would be a nice sort of tangible external service that is not necessarily directly games that would give additional value and boost to the platform it would be an easy way for them to grow now is that worth 10 billion dollars that's a little tough to describe that's a little tough but i think this makes a lot of sense and if microsoft can make it happen i think it's a right acquisition i've heard time and time again when microsoft uh, was talking about discord internally this is prior to this conversation is that they looked at it as a similar to a twitch situation microsoft does not want to let another twitch get by them they would love to own twitch who wouldn't i mean it's the massive online gaming platform what's the next best thing discord is probably it because it's a universal chat application used very widely within the industry also, Microsoft could revamp its streaming offerings, right? You could eventually, it, actually, I believe they're starting to play in this market uh, already, but you could stream your games, much like Twitch, inside of Discord. Microsoft has the technology. They have it with Mixer. Shove it inside of Discord and try again to build that community platform of streaming already where the gamers are hanging out. It makes a lot of sense. The biggest question here is the, the price tag of $10 billion. That is the biggest question. I think Microsoft will absolutely pay it. Look what they paid for LinkedIn, 26 2 billion um, to acquire that and it's honestly probably worked out pretty well for them if microsoft is truly betting for the long-term horizons of gaming which i firmly believe that they are discord is a very smart acquisition the question is can they get over that 10 billion dollar hump because you've got to put together a pretty fancy powerpoint deck to go to the senior management and more than likely the board of directors and say look this makes sense for our company. This is what we like to do. This is how it's going to change and fundamentally shift our gaming demographic. All those things can be done with Discord. 
the biggest risk, and it's a massive risk, is that if those gamers leave Discord, the chat service, it becomes significantly less valuable overnight, right? That is that is a massive risk of spending $10 billion, and they've got to find a, a way to make sure that doesn't happen. How do they make sure that doesn't happen? Make sure the Discord doesn't get absorbed into the bigger Microsoft org and just get corporate mandates shoved down onto it. Like, don't make them tie certain things into it that don't make sense. I seriously... I seriously hope that if Microsoft does acquire Discord, all they do is say, hey, keep doing what you're doing, and we're going to build the best PC and Xbox integration that we can do uh, within our, our, our fundamental capabilities with as quickly as possible. They're going to integrate Game Pass sort of style features and functionality and, and bring that all together, but let Discord continue to run, let Microsoft do the integrations on its end, and let Discord be Discord because that is going to be the biggest risk to Discord is that it gets absorbed into Microsoft and then becomes Microsoft Discord, and it's not it's Microsoft first, not Discord first. So this is a super interesting acquisition one that will fundamentally change microsoft going forward from a a a non from a non-gaming but gaming perspective if that makes sense right this is a more in my opinion about community building than it is the features and functionality microsoft already has chat microsoft already, already has text communications xbox does it pretty well but discord has the community and a lot of that community doesn't necessarily play xbox or subscribe to game pass yet but this could be a really, really fascinating way for Microsoft to, one, exit Skype, uh, exit Teams for Consumer, focus on one single unified chat application, get all those gamers onto its platform, boost Game Pass. The question is, is that worth $10 billion? It might honestly be. It, it very well might honestly be just from the saving of their face of shutting down, not shutting down Skype, but moving from Skype, moving from Teams for Consumer, and just saying Discord is it, $10 billion? That's not a bad way to get out of that. It's really, really not. So just keep your eyes on this stuff. It's it's good to get interesting. Um, other colossal things, Xbox Live is quote-unquote going away in favor of Xbox Network. Now, we saw some of this, if you remember, way back like over the summer, they started changing some of the terms of service. I think this makes complete sense. It's not Xbox Live is down. It's the Xbox Network is down. This makes sense, too, from like a Discord acquisition model. Like It's Discord um, is part of the Xbox Network. Right. And the reason, other reasons they're doing this, too, is like cloud gaming on iOS. Like it doesn't make necessarily make sense to say, hey, iOS or Xbox Live is down. That's why you can't play cloud gaming. But if Xbox Network is down on mobile devices playing on your PC, it tends to make a lot more just sense. Uh, Xbox Live is a really valuable brand name. So they're still continuing to keep it for some marketing aspects. But I believe we're going to see uh, Xbox Network as the primary way. And obviously, they're going to continue to push Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. But Xbox Network, it really just kind of shows how Microsoft's uh, evolved their gaming modeling and so it's just another little interesting thing also happening because why not spend some time on the beach uh, is that the free-to-play versions of games like uh, Fortnite or Apex is now starting to be available for free meaning you don't need Xbox Live uh, for Alpha Insiders so if that doesn't make sense Microsoft announced was it was late last year that free-to-play games would have free multiplayer like it doesn't make sense to pay for Xbox Live Gold to play Fortnite when on other services it's completely free and they're also opening up uh, party chat as well and so this is a very long and overdue and much welcomed update for xbox live uh, if you remember this came on the heels of microsoft screwing up and trying to double the price of xbox live gold and so uh the, it's only for those free-to-play titles so there's also uh, two new Xbox controllers, Electric Volt and Daystrike Camo. While I don't usually get too excited about uh, controller, there's colors or whatever. Uh, the cool thing here is that they are use it, starting to use recycled plastic, which is 
awesome because uh, the Xbox, what was it, the Electric Volt looks like a Mountain Dew bottle, uh, at least the same color. So now your Mountain Dew bottles that you drank while your, your gamer fuel uh, get recycled and turned into your controller. Now, we don't know if it's exactly Mountain Dew bottles, but they're using plastic, recycled plastic, which is really, really cool. Also, Indie Showcase, which happened this week, showed off 20 games that will be coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. Uh, they actually showed off, I believe, 60 titles overall uh, in conjunction with Twitch. And so that is just another way that Microsoft is continuing that momentum of showing the games in Game Pass specifically is increasing in value. You're going to get access to 20 games on day one. Not a bad deal for an additional whatever you're paying. Some people paying $14, $10, somewhere between there uh, per month, depending on what you are playing. And so uh, another good event by Microsoft. So they are doing a good job of keeping, can you guys imagine, like they've had like a really good string of momentous activities uh, of like the, the headsets, like the, this indie showcase stuff. And then they, they acquired Bethesda. And then next month, if they announced buying Discord of like, that is just like bam, bam, bam uh, of announcements from Microsoft. And it's honestly fascinating to see how they have uh, managed the post launch of the Xbox Series S and X very well from a marketing and momentum perspective. They've done, Microsoft has done a very good job there it's not that the consoles launched and then there's just this big void of news like they have really just been hitting it back to back to back to back um, which is quite cool and uh, I think they deserve some credit because that takes some significant planning it is not something that just happens overnight these things have been lined up for a while and uh, you know they're doing a good job so uh, that wraps it up for this week folks there were no questions but one thing you should check out if you do miss the questions is security unlocked a new podcast from Microsoft and that is by my friends over Nick and Natalia at Microsoft and I a big shout out to them to sponsoring this podcast for the past month or so and uh, very much wish them uh, great success with their podcast because podcasting is a lot of fun and so folks that wraps it up for this week because uh, you should keep it subscribed here because the only BS on this channel is me <laughs>